0: Welcome to Dog Talk and Kitties Too. I'm Tracy Hotchner. I wrote the Dog Bible, everything your dog wants you to know, as well as the Cat Bible, everything your cat expects you to know. This episode features one of the three guests who were part of my weekly hour-long NPR show, broadcast over the air every Sunday on WLIW-FM 88.3, the only NPR station on Long Island, where it is broadcast continuously for 15 years. This show is about dogs, cats, and other creatures who share the planet with us. Please check out my other Pet Talk podcasts at tracyhotchnerpets.com. I'm also the founder and director of the annual New York Dog Film Festival, which travels the country supporting local animal welfare groups after a New York City premiere every October, alongside my annual New York Cat Film Festival brought to you by Dr. Elsie's. This show would not be possible without the longtime support of Waruva, the pet food company founded and privately run by David Foreman, who named it after his rescued kitties, Webster, Rudy, and Vanessa. Waruva is a quirky name for a company with whimsical names for the dozens of different cans and pouches of cat food they make. But what sets them apart is how serious David is about high-quality nutrition. They were the first pet food company to use human edible ingredients and process them in the same facilities that make human food, remaining privately owned and run, accountable only to their own high standards. This show was also made possible with the generous support of Dr. Elsie's, the privately owned litter and cat food company founded by Dr. Bruce Elsie, a feline-only veterinarian. He personally created many styles of litter to make sure that even the fussiest cats would not have out-of-litter box problems, the number one reason people abandon their cats. Dr. Elsie also created his own brand of cat food called Clean Protein, the first dry cat food I can recommend because it's based on the protein found in a cat's natural prey. I'm also grateful to Earth Animal, which is privately owned by Dr. Bob and Susan Goldstein, where they create holistic pet wellness products with an emphasis on their stewardship of the Pet Sustainability Coalition. Earth Animal makes a dazzling array of healing products for dogs and cats, as well as the innovative dog chew, no hide, and the hybrid dry food wisdom, which is sometimes all that my picky Weimaran or Maisie will eat. I am so happy to have Stephanie Volo back on the show. She is one of the most important people at Earth Animal, which is a quite amazing company. Not everyone even knows about it. And those who know about it just think it makes a lot of really holistic and healthy and natural products. But it's so much more than that. And I feel really grateful to have them as one of the sponsors of this show. I think it shines a very halo-like light on me and what I care about and what I do. Stephanie, I think one of the things that's most extraordinary about what drives you to get out of bed in the morning and zoom around, which I've seen you doing for years, (laughs) is the Pet Sustainability Coalition. And that's something that doesn't put money in the pocket of Earth Animal or you know maybe it gets you to heaven faster, but it's all very (laughs) altruistic, right? It's about the planet and the Earth and not just doing what serves us today for our own good, but for the future and for the earth itself. Is is that really the thing that you most care about?
1: Oh, it's such a, it's a great question. And Tracy, thanks for having me again. I love chatting with you about anything, but of course, um, most importantly, the impact, the positive impact we can do um, for animals, people, and the earth. Um, So, yeah, the Pet Sustainability Coalition, an amazing organization dedicated to the businesses um, in our industry, really advancing them and their profitability and their success through environmental and social um, practices. And that's, you know, I think we have this amazing um, industry. It's enormous. So we have this enormous footprint, and we all are here because we love animals and we love the earth that sustains all of us and those animals. So I feel like what's been great is over the past 10 years since the Pet Sustainability Coalition started in 2013, we've seen incredible momentum within our industry um, with Businesses understanding that they need to use their, what they're doing, their businesses um, for good, as a force for good. And the momentum has been amazing. And what's most important to me, I would say, is just ensuring that we are making as much positive impact for all of those around us. And again, Mother Earth that sustains us all as, as much as possible. And that's really what drives me every day.
0: And you and you give talks at these big pet conferences and conventions on this topic. And the thing that always amazes me because we have to be cynical, right? It's a a marketplace. The world is a marketplace. And everyone, you think everyone's out there to make a buck. And what amazes me is this has to do with doing good. It's like, whoa, this is a nonprofit concept. This is just doing good. It doesn't make you any richer. It actually costs more money to do it. Takes costs, I don't know, employee time or packaging, repackaging things, or thinking about how to recycle the packaging, teaching consumers how to do it. None of that puts lines the pockets of Earth Animal or the other companies that you've inspired, which is now hundreds of other companies. Oh, I. No. It's interesting. I'm of a generation where this is all. Oh, we feel so guilty. We've ruined the planet for the next generation. Really I... sorry, guys. But we don't have, I think, the, and I don't know if it's millennials or Gen X, but you know that better than me, their fascination and dedication and absorption in the idea of doing things correctly. Leaving aside, don't throw your litter out the window. I mean, in my generation, that was like a big deal. Don't throw your litter out the window. Hmm, really? Okay. All right, if you say so. You know, really, truly, that's about as good as we were about these sort of issues. Is it the younger generation that's looking to companies to be more proactive and to be more responsible and ethical in this area?
1: Yeah, I would say for sure that the younger generations have been driving the majority of this change. You know, they realize it, they, you know, millennials first, right? They're the they're just about to be the largest, actually they could be at this point, the largest professional cohort in the world, um, uh, generation in the world. And so it started with them, and then it just got even more powerful uh, with the younger generations behind millennials. And they are absolutely driving this, but they're also influencing the older generations to also care. And it's so interesting because I think that for a lot of organizations, they don't Think there is a business case for being a sustainable business, but there is. And in fact, you may have an investment up front, but your ROI and any sustainability investment happens quicker than probably any other financial investment that will provide commercial access for you. Honestly, it has changed drastically. And in a recent um convention that I spoke about, I actually talked about that. Why is sustainability important? Yes, it's about providing our own generation um, uh, areas of success, right? Sustainable success, environmental and social benefits and success. But it's ensuring that those generations that come after us will also thrive um, and have an earth to thrive upon and have communities to thrive with. So it's not about just us today, but it's about our future. And um, the most recent uh, conventions and, and seminars that I've been speaking at, I have been providing the business case for sustainability, so businesses can absolutely understand that although it's not one or the other. It's not making a decision based on commercial success or making a decision based on just doing good for your people and the planet and the animals, but it's both. You can have both at the same time. And, and there's been a lot of recent studies, Tracy, where it shows that investments and investors do not have interest in actually look at your sustainability strategy within your organization Um, as as much of a priority as your financial performance. If you don't have a sustainability strategy in your business, then you will not gain investor interest.
0: You won't. How interesting. I I have to remind everyone who I'm listening to because one of my listeners was really smart. She said, could you say during conversations who you're talking to, in case we show up later, we forgot. I'm talking to Stephanie Volo from Earth Animal, a company that employs her in a very high position to do this kind of, I call it ethical moral outreach to the pet industry to do right by how products are created, what they're created from and with and who you do business with and what do you do with the leftovers, the packaging or the leftover of making the product. So that, when you just described that, I thought, wow, this sounds like I'm taking a course at the Yale Business School. But in a good way, (laughs) right? And so you're talking to everyone in the pet industry at pet conferences, but it sounds like very interestingly, and of course, Dr. Bob Goldstein, who owns the Earth Animal and you and and everyone else there, you care about investments and you care about the world beyond the pet industry. It really is a more global view, which is much more generous and less uh, sort of self-serving. So I hope that the business schools invite you to come because what you've learned <laughs> from the pet industry could be across the board. And is, is this idea of sustainability as a company and how it runs and what it makes and how it sells, is, or is the pet industry a leader or, or behind the, the curve mm. in this thinking?
1: It's a good question. Um, I would say that we are one of the faster-growing industries today in the sustainability movement, and that's a lot because of the Pet Sustainability Coalition and education and really getting all of us to work in a collaborative way, right? because the Pet Sustainability Coalition is a member-based nonprofit And so all of the businesses that are a part of this coalition are for profit, and in many ways, we compete with one another. That's right. But in all ways, we work together to forward this movement for the betterment of animals, people, and the earth, and it's just been the most exciting thing in the world. Up until today or recently, I would say that the pet industry was a little behind, but All in all, the United States is still a little bit behind, like, Europe when it comes to sustainability and caring for um, communities and the natural environment. We're getting there, and organizations like, um, you know, B-Lab and being a B-Corp certified company, as well as the Pet Sustainability Coalition, those types of organizations are helping businesses For-profit businesses understand the value of being a sustainable organization and caring for your people, for the earth, for your customers, for your communities, and making sure that you're using your business to benefit all stakeholders. And so that's been really beneficial, and that's why I think investment companies and governmental regulations and private equity firms are all seeing the benefits, the commercial, the financial, and the sustainable benefits that for-profit businesses can actually provide. And so it's really been an exciting time, for sure. Because because you
0: you can bring into the fold the people who are like, yeah, fine, Stephanie, about your, you know, you want to recycle your bags, good for you, but we just want to make more money. But on the other hand, right. you're saying, okay, that's all right. You don't have to have my high-minded ideals or earth no. animals. You can just do it because it'll make you more money. In the meantime, I'm happy exactly. because you're doing things better, differently. That's exactly. really cool. That's really cool. Uh, a quick question. Earth Animal made a relationship recently with Westpaw, which is, a, in my mind, a very famous and charming pet um, toy company. And I thought, Well, why? And then I looked into it a little further. I thought that seemed a little dissonant, like a lot of toys, and they're made of stuffed animals or made of plastics or rubber, and I hope they're sustainable for Stephanie's sake or she'll be all upset. But they made something called Funnel spelled without the E, to hold your no-hide chews, which are rawhide that has no animal product in it, which is good for all kinds of reasons. But was that the main relationship for them to make this very clever holder that holds it so the dog can eat the whole thing, but also a lot of dogs aren't good at holding with their paws?
1: Yeah, so great question, Tracy. And, yes, yeah, so Spencer Williams, the um, founder and CEO of Westpaw, Um, And I have, um, I've been fortunate enough and lucky enough to call him my dear friend for many, many years. He started in 1996, and um, when I um, was uh, a founder, a co-founder of Planet Dog, I started in 1997. So we've been in the industry for a really long time. And Spencer and Westpaw were the first certified B Corp in the pet industry in 2013. No kidding. Yes. Wow. So... He has been a purpose-driven, probably the purpose-driven and values-driven leader in our industry. I
0: didn't know that.
1: um, Over anybody else. And, um, And he's a wonderful person. He's also a founding member of the Pet Sustainability Coalition and was also on the board with me and chairman of the PSC board before me. And so we've known each other for a long time. And his core competencies are making eco-friendly hard goods, like you said, toys and leashes and collars and beds. And our core competency are making consumables, right? Made with, um, you know, humanely raised proteins that provide health and wellness and nutritious um, benefits, because that's what Dr. Bob and Susan believe in. So we thought, we've got two great companies, but let's make them even better together. And so they designed alongside um, us a special toy dedicated for the no-hide to enhance that enrichment and that enjoyment that dogs already get from both playing and chewing. And so they fit all sizes of the no-hide and they enhance the the chewability of the no-hide. And it's also a safer experience because they – the no hide is inside of a toy. So it's a chew toy. So you can fill it with anything, including a no hide, you could put some peanut butter on the outside of it along with the no hide. It's just this incredible um, partnership. And um, we've been wanting to do something together for many, many years. And we've done some fun things with their other toys. But this is the first Partnership for good, we like to call it. Nice. Um, that we've done so far. And it's a, a toy dedicated to our no hides. And it's been doing phenomenally well. If anybody wants to go to westpod.com or earthanimal.com, they will find both funnels and no hides. So, yes. And now retailers are carrying um, both funnel and no hides in stores across the country. Very, well. very clever so combination. It's been very exciting and something that we feel really good about because. We're already, like I said, doing really good with our organizations separately, but now we're doing it even more so together.
0: It's a really nice idea. And then those who didn't know, like me, I didn't know West Paul was so high-minded. Now I will be thinking, yes. when I need to buy a bed or a toy, I'm going to buy it from the guy who invented the idea of doing it well, you know, and not hurting yes. the planet with chemicals or hurting the animals with chemicals or repurposing, recycling water bottles I think, obviously, I need to invite him on the show. This is the kind of person I would love to meet and have everyone else know about. I think the more that we have people that we celebrate in our daily life, and for me on this show, who are doing things for for really high-minded reasons without being... Uh, you know, self-congratulatory about it. I think it's really important that we congratulate you and that we support those companies that are leaders and are sacrificing some amount of commercial, uh, just sort of richy-rich dollar signs in your eyes and doing something that that has more long-term benefit and value to everybody. Steffi, we've We've run out of time. We had other things to talk about. The new wisdom dog food, which is Maisie's absolute favorite food, a unique kind of kibble. We can't talk about it because we ran out of time. But thank you for being here for all the good work you do. And once we go off the air, I will get Spencer's info from you and and bring him on to talk about being the first B Corp. That's amazing. Absolutely. Thank you for being here
1: and for all the
0: good that you do, Steffi. Thank
1: you so much, Tracy. Have a great day.
0: I hope you enjoyed the show. There's a few more special companies that make the show possible, and I hope you'll try their products because they support my mission to entertain you with valuable information and advice. I want to thank Wonderside, founded by a woman entrepreneur who discovered an effective natural way of using plant-powered products to repel fleas, ticks, and other parasites on our pets instead of putting toxic chemicals in or on them. Wonderside makes it possible to protect your pets, children, and property without the chemicals that could be harmful to all of us. The show is also underwritten by Evermore Pet Food, privately owned by two dedicated women who take human edible, ethically sourced ingredients and gently cook dog food that is then frozen in pouches and shipped right to your door. They founded and run their own company and answer only to their own high standards. Finally, we're supported by Magic Fabric Pet Throws, developed by a husband-wife team whose expertise in the textile industry solved the problem of their big hairy dog, Molly, who got on the couch in bed with them despite her wet fur, muddy paws, and shedding. Sound familiar? They created machine-washable Magic Fabric Pet Throws to trap pet hair, dirt, and moisture, letting you enjoy dog and cat cuddle time without sacrificing your clothes, furniture, or decor. You can buy direct from the creators at magicfabric.com.